Hello, Internet. This is Ewan Spence and yes, the Insight Calling. I've got the brains, you've got the countries. Let's make lots of Eurovision. Coming up, who's going, what it looks like, and where is it going to be? Yes, good afternoon, good morning, good evening. We're getting very close to Christmas, but we've got lots of Eurovision before and during, thanks Albania, and afterwards as well. Hi everybody, Ewan Spence here once more behind the microphone from the team at ESE Insight and myself. Here's all the Eurovision news uh, since our last Eurovision news podcast. Lots going on, of course. Everything is now focused uh, on the semi-finals on the 7th and 9th of May in the grand final on the 11th of May in the Malmo Arena in Malmo, just over the bridge from Copenhagen and between Copenhagen and Malmo, there's Copenhagen Airport. Fly into there. It's much easier than trying to find anywhere else or take the train but whatever you do you know what i'm going to say it's still some time out do consider making sure that things are cancelable or fully refundable and you'll have a great time whether you're there or not so a fair amount has been going on since our last news podcast, but the main one is, of course, the entry list. Now, I'm not going to go into too much detail and discussion about that. We did a 45-minute long podcast about that earlier in the week. So if you want a full breakdown on everything uh, and our thoughts, that's probably the place to go. Um, there's one asterisk. Uh, it is next to Romania's name. T-Broadcaster, TVR and the EB are still under discussion paperwork, so we may or may not see Romania come through. But in terms of the official entry list, we do have our 37, and the 37 are, in the best of anti and ultra style, Albania, Australia, Austria, Armenia, Azerbaijan, Belgium, Croatia, Cyprus, Czech Republic, Denmark, Estonia, Finland, France, Georgia, Germany, Greece, Iceland, Ireland, Israel, Italy, Latvia, Lithuania, Luxembourg, Malta, Moldova, the Netherlands, Norway, Poland, Portugal, San Marino, Serbia, Slovenia, Spain, Sweden, Switzerland, United Kingdom, and Ukraine. 37 ran. <laughs> Play a jingle, I need a breath. Right then, whew, right. So this week has also seen the launch of the branding, the theme art, what Malmo is actually going to look like. It's very Swedish, there's lots of pastels, there's various stripes uh, of shaded colour all going in motion. Uh, thankfully, we've got some uh, images and draft concepts here. It looks like this. And very nice it looks too. More on that, Eurovision.tv is probably the best place to get the visuals. And while United by Music remains the key slogan carried over from Liverpool and will be the Eurovision slogan going forward, this theme art is called Eurovision Lights. So that's probably as close to 2024 specific slogan as we're actually going to get. Uh, in terms of the actual show itself, uh, we know the scriptwriting team. Uh, returning from their duties in Malmo 2013 and Stockholm 2016, we have Edward Afsalan and Daniel Wren. So, no pressure, third time around, you know how this all works. And um, <laughs> that's really two shows who have been acclaimed by many as some of the best scripting of the shows. Um, a song called Love, Love, Peace, Peace from Edward Afsalan and a few others. So, yeah, no pressure, guys. Just deliver for us. 
Hey, Mammals issued a call for volunteers to support the Eurovision Song Contest 2024. As with many large-scale events these days, it's a chance to be the face of an event and of a city, as well as getting a chance to look behind the curtain at the running of a large-scale event and those who are working on the project. Applicants should speak Swedish and English. Other languages are also of interest for obvious reasons. Malmo.se slash Eurovision 2024 for more more. One thing that the call for volunteers has revealed is the location of the Eurovision Village, where you're going to have bars and big screens and lots of fun and games going on throughout the week. Uh, it is going to be in Fockets Park in Malmo, which is exactly the same place it was in when we were in Malmo in 2013. So if you can remember how to get there then, you can probably remember how to get there now. Okay, we've got three names to add to our list of performers. Hey! Uh, so first up is the Netherlands on an internal selection. Um, the eclectic sometimes rapper Just Klein is going to be singing for the Netherlands. He's made it clear over the last few years to broadcaster Avril Trust that he really wants to do Eurovision. Please let me do Eurovision. Um, and he's doing Eurovision. So um, expect their song to come out later in the season um, and expect something to be... Yeah, I'll just return to that word eclectic and see what happens. Over in Slovenia, well, there was a point where we were expecting a full EMEA show and then we weren't going to get the full national final selection. And then there was talk of maybe a one-shot national final to choose the artist or the artist and choose from one of three songs. But in the end, uh, it is a complete internal selection of artist and song by broadcaster RTVSLO. Singing Veronica in Malmo will be the artist Raven, a familiar name to those of you who've been following the national selection season over the years. She's entered in 2016, 2017 and 2019, never quite winning the ticket for Slovenia. Raven, you have the ticket now. Much like the Netherlands, expect that song to get an airing early in 2024. Uh, one song that we do have now uh, comes from Czechia because they've had their national final at the start of December. Voting closed, was running over a week and at the end of the televised special and the voting window closing, the winner was Ico. The song is called Pedestal and uh, as it's a national final, that song's already out there and you can have a little listen. <laughs> Okay, individual country news in roughly alphabetical order. Croatia. Uh, last show, uh, we heard of 203 confirmed submissions to the broadcaster. This show, 25 of those have been confirmed as entries into Dora. It's the song contest there for Croatia. Um, Croatia are following up on a left-hand side finish, i.e. in the top 13 out of the 26 in the grand final. That was from Let3. Let3 have returned. They are in Dora again this year. So we have a defending champion situation. Something that happens less often than you think it might. We've no further details on showtimes or dates, but it's going ahead and we have the full list of names. As always with these, Eurovision.tv and all the socials, you can find all the extra details there. Um, over in Estonia, we had confirmation of the 20 artists in our last news pod, but now the Estonian broadcaster ERR has released the 20 songs competing in SDLAU. You should find them streaming in the usual places, but you can also find them through the broadcaster's homepage as well, err.ee, and you're looking for the links to SDLAU. 
Germany is uh, trying a new way of doing their selection show this year. Uh, there is going to be a live final on February 8th, as we've talked about before. But in the run-up to that, uh, there is going to be a six-part series titled I Want to Go to the ESC, which will see 15 performers go through various coaching sessions, slowly being eliminated until we just have the core group going to the live show those shows start to air on january the 25th it would not surprise me if we see them on youtube and available for international viewing certainly most national finals are now ungeo blocked so you can see them wherever you are in the world because publicity is a good thing um, Italy, we have a list of performers for San Remo, uh, where the winner's prize includes a ticket to the Eurovision Song Contest to represent Italy. Uh, this is the last year of Amadeus, the artistic director uh, and the helm of San Remo. So five years delivered stunning results um, at the song contest in also in terms of domestic viewing figures in terms of artist sales and streams going on San Remo has been a roaring success. So it will come as no surprise in his last year. This is just a monster list of names. If you know the Italian music scene and you've read down those list, you're just going to go wowzers. If you haven't, you're just going to have to trust me saying wowzers. Um, just those with a direct connection to Eurovision. Um, Emma Moron, uh, Diodato, Ivolo, Mammut, and I'm very excited about this one. The legendary Riccio Paveri, who sung back in the 1970s. Songs are debuted on the very first night uh, of the contest, which is Tuesday, 6th of February, and then San Remo runs consecutive nights right through until the Saturday. And I understand that it stops till other programmes get on the air as well. But there's your mid-February marathon. Uh, Luxembourg, eight acts for the Luxembourg Song Contest and the chance to represent Luxembourg as it returns to the Song Contest after many decades away. Those eight have been announced. No familiar names to Eurovision fans, at least in the performer list here, although we have yet to see the songs and the composers and songwriter credits, so we might have some Eurovision influences in there. We'll check when those are released and get back to you on the podcast. Serbian broadcaster RTS has announced the national final dates for the Serbian entry to Eurovision. The three shows, Pesma za Eurovisiu, uh, two semi-finals, the 27th and 29th of February, and the grand final being held on the 2nd of March. At Spain, Benidorm Fest uh, going ahead there. Tickets have been on sale uh, from that as well, if you want to go to the two semi-finals grand final there. From over 800 submissions to 16 performers for Benidorm Fest, we had the names in our last show, uh, and now we have the 16 tracks to listen to as well. Again, head to the broadcaster's website, in this case at RTVE, and it's Spain, so it's .e. S. Finally, for the country news to Ukraine, the 10 acts selected by broadcaster UAPBC for Vidbeer, the national final, they've already been announced. That left nine acts in the public wildcard round. There were 10, but one of the acts withdrew. So voting can now take place in the DIA app, D-I-I-A. Uh, the 11th slot will be announced on December the 29th. Nice late Christmas present there. And that will give us 11 into Vidbeer when it airs in 2024. Okay, what do we have around the internet? Well, we do have that big podcast chat from myself, Ben Robertson, and Samantha Ross uh, on the entry list 
the 37 countries and the asterisk next to Romania previously on the podcast. So scroll back one if you're in your podcast app or just scroll a little bit further down if you're on the website. If you scroll a little bit further down, you'll have last week's episode of Eurovision Wars talking about revolutions and the Eurovision Song Contest. On the website, you can catch up on all the junior Eurovision contest. And Ben is also taking a look at the list of entries into Sweden's Melody Festival in this year. There are no returning winners. Pretty much everybody there is either first time or having their second go. Some interesting viewpoints on that. Uh, dates for your diary as normal. Uh, you've got uh, no additions here, but it's April the 7th of London Eurovision, pre-party in Madrid, 28th, 29th, 30th of March, Barcelona, 4th, 6th of April, Eurovision concert, Saturday the 13th, Nordic Eurovision, Sunday the 14th. Now we're getting more details out about Mammoth. There's going to be details about Euro clubs and OGAE clubs and everything. Some will be in Copenhagen, some will be in Mammoth. We'll try and get all of them here. We've already talked about Copenhagen Eurovision Party. The fact that they got their date and I'm right at the start means they get pretty much in every single diary entry now. But that's Saturday, May the 4th in Denmark. Uh, what else? Well, Festival Kenya's is happening at the end of the month. We are going to get a number um, of artist reveals before then. We might even have a couple more songs. Uh, but certainly the big everybody get around the social networks is going to be Festival Kenya's from Albania. Uh, finally, for the show, congratulations to OGA UK winning the OGAE Song Contest. That's where every one of the official fan clubs, it's OGAE, uh, nominates a song. And then everybody in all the other clubs that votes on it, Eurovision stop. Now, there was some debate about whether OGA UK or OGA Australia got to have Kylie Minogue's Pan Am. Uh, Australia won that one, but UK gets the ultimate prize, lifting the trophy with a song called As It Was by an artist called Harry Styles. Maybe we could have him at Eurovision one day as well. Anyway, that's us, myself and the team at ESC Insight for this Insight News podcast. Thanks very much, as always, for sharing your ears with us and getting a little catch up into the world of the Eurovision Song Contest. As always, to all our friends out there who we know, to all our friends we are still to meet, stay safe. Be kind to each other. We're all going to gather and see each other very, very soon. But until then, very much stay safe. Cue the guitars. Hey, it's the SE Insight News podcast was hosted by you and Spence, written by you and Spence and the team at ESE Insight. Find out more at www.eseinsight.com and support us. Patreon.com slash ESE Insights.